Hello and welcome to another episode of Creed Got Robbed. It's been a minute. Things have been busy in our in our lives, but you know we're back. This is Mike, I'm your host, and I'm joined by someone who hasn't joined me before. It's probably been a little it's a little overdue, honestly. Uh, I'm joined by Ray. Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's it's my man Ray. He's here. We're gonna talk about um, uh, the one. I think our big topic this time, other than the acknowledging the fact that Creed, um, directed by uh, uh, Mr. Coogler, mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Michael B. Jordan, yep. was in fact robbed by the Academy of Arts and Sciences. <laughs> Aside from that point, yep. which we must never forget. We're we're probably gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some Alien Covenant, mm-hmm. a film that we just recently saw. Uh, but before we got to that, um, I just Ray, I wanted to talk to you because I mean it's your first time being on here. I mean I know people are pretty familiar with uh, your taste in gaming from Unscripted Gaming, yep, yep, yep. another part of our podcast universe mm-hmm. or conglomerate here. Oh my god! <laughs> but I wanted to want give give us a brief rough rundown of you know. I guess some of your favorite films, some movies that you've seen a lot. Yeah. All right. So I guess just an idea of some of your preferences so people can kind of gauge where you're coming from. That's cool. Okay, so my, one of my favorite movies of all time is Jurassic Park for a variety of reasons. It's uh, a great choice. Thank you. I think it's a well-shot movie, and uh, I don't know if I would say it's underappreciated, but I would say that uh, more people should appreciate it. Uh, next is Aliens, uh, by James Cameron. Mm. That that movie mm. has sculpted our culture in ways I am positive many people aren't sure of. Like certain video games, certain other movies, certain forms of like figures or uh, media just don't exist without the movie Aliens. Uh, what sidebar? What yeah. came first, Aliens or Terminator Two? Uh, we can Google that. You know, I I can. Why am I asking this question? <laughs> we live in the information age. Look it up. I I know, right? <laughs> yeah, weird. Um, um, next would be uh, th- uh, these are in no order except for Jurassic Park. That's at the top of my list. Um, Interstellar, which is a great movie, except for the last twenty minutes, and then the movie just shits the bed. In my opinion, it gets a little interesting, but I think uh. I think that that's one I, I've talked about with David before, mm-hmm. where it's a pretty good movie, but it there's just something that, I mean, it's one of the I think a lot of movies are still pretty good if you just see them at home, but Interstellar I think is one that really just with the way they kind of built that designed that movie from the ground up, needs the like the spectacle of IMAX, yeah, for it to be to for it to really hit home for you or like in a theater because it's. Man, like the the second when I watched it at home, I was like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." Then I, I saw it in the theater, and it's just like, "Oh, don't get me wrong, God. that movie remains gorgeous looking from start to finish." Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Nolan can shoot a movie like every single scene can be framed as a poster onto your wall. It's a it's a tour de force of a movie, but storytelling wise, yeah, I it, it just fell. It's apart. the weakest. It's it's the weakest element of that movie, but it's a pretty it's pretty strong elsewhere. So it's that's still why it's one of my um, favorite movies. Because you know, I have such mm-hmm. emotion and passion for how good it is that I force myself to look beyond the few things I have wrong with it. And I saw yeah. it in the theaters, and that's it. So you know, I know exactly what you mean by that—that that visual meaning between watching in theaters and watching it at home. 
Yeah, and the, the oh, and uh, again, I know we we talk about Interstellar all the time, but that score is just so good. Oh, so it's so, so oh, it's it's just it. Yeah, Hans Zimmer knows what he's doing. Growing, it's almost like he's a prof- He's it's almost like he's a well-respected professional who's hired for a lot of movies because he does a great job. It's almost, Weird. It's almost like he's a multi-millionaire for you know <laughs> orchestrating good-ass music. It's funny how that works, yeah, right? Yeah. I saw that he was like doing tours of like he played at Coachella. I was like, I don't, that's, you know, yeah. It's like the hot, like Hans Zimmer and his orchestra and like an orchestra played at Coachella. Just like, I can't wear my Indian head, my tribal headband to, to this. I, I have opinions on this and none of them are constructive. It was just like, interesting. Okay. I mean, that I think it's pretty rad that like I mean and I, I saw some footage of the show and it was you know obviously packed and mm-hmm. I was like yeah that's pretty interesting like I hope he does more touring because that would be really cool I'd watch it I'd go to a Hans Zimmer tour yeah sure. um any other movies from uh, your personal history that you feel like uh, uh, are worth mentioning I got the top any, five uh, any other so favorites three uh, my other two are uh, again in no particular order except Jurassic Park being the top Black Hawk Down. Um, this movie just hits home pretty hard for me. I think it's a mm-hmm. really, really good military, uh, based on a true story, uh, military movie. Um, I have only one real problem with it. It's a little blown out in the portion of how the medic character treats the... Uh, I'm not getting to the scene in case someone hasn't seen it. It's a pretty powerful scene, but medical training has taught me, like, dude, just use a tourniquet. Be all right. But anyways, mm. that aside, <clears throat> great movie. Love it. Have it. Have the special yeah. edition at home. Watch it all the time. Uh, yeah, and that movie has a stacked cast too. If you go back oh, yeah. and look at oh, it, yeah. like, it's just ridiculous. Because like Ewan McGregor, Tom Hardy, before he like really had a name, it's like mm-hmm. what the, how are how did they get all these people in this one movie? It's awesome. Uh, it the main character whose name I forget, I just remember he was a big actor. Um, it'll, I'll get back to it. Uh, and the last one is Captain America Winter Soldier if we're looking at like favorite superhero movie um, that one I can watch again and again because it goes from superhero movie to spy political thriller and then back in the superhero movie and um, Captain America is one of those superhero characters that doesn't really acknowledge the fact that he kills the hell out of people with those with his shield throw like they yeah. They constantly show you in the movie how heavy that shield is when he puts it on his back. You hear that loud, audible conk. And that reminds you, when he throws like, and yeah, hits those, in the uh, with that, they're dead. <laughs> they're not those guys, uh, yeah, that, that, that's going to hurt. Yeah, you know. They've got to keep it PG-13, but ooh, that's a, the implication is is pain. That's a dead man right there, and Captain America is like a <laughs> combat veteran. He has no problem killing a motherfucker. It, it's fine. <laughs> well, hey, man. Those um, those uh oh my gosh, what they're those uh those flying aircraft carriers that are gonna kill everybody. Oh, the, the they're not gonna shoot themselves down, okay? The helicarriers, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? They're not gonna they're not gonna shoot themselves down. Nah, you you have to throw a shield up in that son of a bitch. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta you take no prisoners, Captain. That's my top five. What you gotta do. So there we go. Now people know what types of movies I like. Beautiful. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen Black Hawk Down. That's good. I should rewatch it. That's a a solid-ass movie. Oh, I should also mention before we get into Alien Covenant, I am what many 
people would call themselves as an alien franchise fan. I have watched mm-hmm. every alien movie. I follow the lore. If you were to look at my YouTube history, it's full of me listening to people's dissection of the alien mythos. I appreciate the lore. I appreciate the video games. I appreciate the books. I appreciate the comics. So, I'm going to put that front forward before we get into talking about mm-hmm. this movie. Right. Yeah. All right. And 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 I I'm I'm a pretty big fan of the alien movies too. Um as speaking of, you know, kind of top fives, it's not it's I guess technically it's in the universe because Alien versus Predator is something that exists. Does that count? But Predator is one of the best movies of all time. Of the first one? I mean well it's one of my it's correction, it's one of my favorite movies. It's a good I just, movie. That movie's just so much fun. I'm a sexual Tyrannosaurus. That that's a great ass line. Two future governors in that movie. Uh-huh. How many other movies have that many governors? Not, not many. Not one, but two. Not many. That must mean it's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess final question here. So you said, so you you're you're one of the not to be like you're one of those people, but <laughs> you personally kind of lean more to a lot. A lot of people debate aliens versus alien. Aliens being a much more kind of action film and alien being much closer to a horror film you uh, you think you prefer aliens it, now if you put them both on like the scales of justice or the scales of what's a better movie they are different movies you know one mm-hmm. is sci-fi horror. they are very different it is right. a, it mm-hmm. is a movie about being alone not knowing what to do and dealing with a threat you can't possibly fathom or imagine how to deal with uh the second movie aliens is about Okay, you have a lot of things to deal with it, but what if that threat was so massive and numerous, and when you get up close and you start dealing with it, you realize you are way in over your head. It's a, mm-hmm. it's like an allegory for the Vietnam War. Like, yeah, we got a lot of technology. We're going to run in here, blow shit up, then bounce. And then, you know, when you get there, you're like, holy shit. Oh, no, we this is no bad. We have no idea what was going on. This is really bad, guys. Everyone's dying. We should leave Shit's now. fucked up. And... Uh, when someone asked me the other day, like, what genre does Aliens fit into? It's like a sci-fi horror action movie um, because there's a lot of action in it, and it still maintains that horror motif, but the movie's not really meant to scare you. It's I think it's it's definitely more... I mean, not that uh, Ripley uh, isn't a badass in Alien, but in Aliens is when she makes the full-on jump to a... Um, a, a truly uh, badass character, in my opinion. I think um, so. The, the problems I have with we, aliens versus alien, mm-hmm. like the problem I have with alien, is that um, spoilers, I guess. Thirty, forty year old movie, like. Be war- You've you have been warned. When the captain, there will be spoilers. When the captain gets a face hugger on him and it's on him for like. Hours and then they're like, "Okay, we're we're not gonna do any additional scans to what that thing did on your face. We know it's keeping you alive." It's like they, there's probably something inside of him, and you know, every alien movie after then shows like, "Hey, just do a basic X-ray, and you can see there's something inside of him." Like quarantine that son of a bitch or blow him out the airlock. You, Astronauts have to do some weird, effed up crap. Yeah, to, and I mean, take one for the team. That's one thing. 
kind of if we kind of want to roll into our our discussion of Alien Covenant, oh, oh, are, you know, oh. going going to be spoiling a movie that it just recently came out, so be warned. Is that this is your final warning, warning here? But I that was one of that was a problem I I think I I had with this movie because I think one of the things I really appreciate about Alien is how um, is Sigourney Weaver's character Ripley. I mean, you can tell like she's she's incredibly intelligent, mm-hmm. and and is you know she's compassionate and cares about her crew, but understands like no, there are reasons why we have these policies. Yeah, just because I know this guy has a scary alien on his face, that's really messed up. We didn't see us coming, but we have to follow the quarantine. There's a reason why we have a quarantine. Yeah, yeah, and. It feel, and even like even though they that her like she kind of gets overruled in that decision at that point and is ultimately vindicated obviously yeah um, <laughs> it little. feels like it, it feels like I guess kind of a just the general tone of Covenant it feels like it just kind of picks a lot of the tropes from alien movies and sands them down to make them less interesting and then puts them in this movie in the same way because they essentially run into the same problem where someone is, you know, is full is exposed to a, um, an airborne type virus. And they just, they bring him onto the ship without question. Can, can I, can I um, say this? I, I wanted to say this. Um, we were able to give a spoiler warning, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this movie. Uh, Go for it. The, the part where you see the the black plague virus, I I forget what the official term for it. I think it is like the the black plague or the plague or the goo or whatever. Um, when you see it like crawl into his ear, first thing I said in my head is what I said was saying earlier when I was watching that movie is like, where where are their helmets? Even in Prometheus, yes. they had helmets and spacesuits. And yes, like you're landing on the unknown planet. Stop touching that plant. You have no idea. Would you just? That could be poison ivy or worse. Why are you touching that thing? Why? Are yeah, you see, and there? that's and and that's. I mean, I know writing is writing is a hard thing to do in movies, but it <laughs> it a lot of times it felt like it felt like. I mean, it's also. I think it also has to do with the fact that the concept of alien and aliens is. I mean, it's something that's. I mean, the original came out in like the early '80s, late '70s. Um, so it's something that we're very familiar with. So we understand that. Oh, oh well. The, okay. Well, this this is gonna happen again to these people. But really, it's just, it's at a certain point. Like, I mean, you uh, suspension of disbelief is something is an interesting thing in movies. Where I think you have to do enough to like, I mean, to not make it seem, to not make things like this, like really, why would, like, when you ask questions about a movie that like, well, why wouldn't you just wear a helmet? Like, you don't know that if, I mean, yeah, you can breathe the air here, but that doesn't mean there isn't some like disease that you haven't been exposed to. Like, how do these people who are in charge of a colony ship carrying like 2000 people um, like off on this really important mission, how do they not make this consideration? And like, it's it, it. Usually, when the movies, I try, I really try hard not to like 
get picky about some stuff like that. But that was one thing I was just like, God, just wear a helmet. It's like riding a bike. Like I feel you have to better be picky be, like, because this is a sequel to Prometheus. And again, spoiler alert, it's a sequel to Prometheus. And in Prometheus, they wore like full gear helmets and the whole nine because they didn't know what they were getting into. And th- and I get that and I respect that, that. In this movie, they're wearing like less than what I wear to work. <laughs> yeah. So and and that's kind of so. It when they have this debate about oh should we stop at this planet because we picked up this radio signal or should we keep going. Um, the fact that they don't they don't really they kind of throw caution to the wind here and just walk out with not really any protective gear mm-hmm. I mean it's it's kind of a small thing but it's just like it kind of takes the oomph out of like that they're being really careful about this yeah. like it's it kind of makes that decision like well we know what's gonna happen already it's like they're not really thinking about this so clearly that they're it's just going to happen it's like at a certain point you get it's kind of exhausting to see yet another person like like hey i'm the like some like some of the parts in the second act of the film where it's like okay this crew member's head is uh separated yeah instead of alerting the rest of the mic the people i'm here with to like hey we have a problem with his wireless i'm going to mic. go <laughs> With his with his radio, <laughs> I'm going to walk with this you know definitely AI who's definitely not lost it uh, <laughs> into this weird scary room with this weird scary egg that opens up and is like alive and stick my face in it. Look into and it. See I what happens. You it's safe. It's just. I saw this movie in the in the Alamo like, Draft House, and when David said, "Look into it," I promise you, it's safe. Everyone in the theater started cracking up laughing. And it really is. That's like one of the points where you're like, "This isn't. This isn't horror. What the fuck are you doing?" Ridley yeah, Scott, it's, it's, please. I mean, that's like. I mean, that was just kind of something that. I mean, it just it, it kind of took the wind out of the sails in this movie for me. Like, it's. I mean, there's some pretty there's some pretty cool things and some cool yeah, set pieces yeah. and stuff and cool design, but it's just when when these people are just making decisions that don't make a lot of sense. It's just kind of like it just really kind of takes like any sort of meaning out of it like i just don't really i didn't really care about the captain just because he's like well it's like i mean i know it's part of his character that he's trying to like be like kind of be this big strong guy but it's like this is just so such a wildly stupid idea (laughs) like why would you do this and again i think part of it is just that we're so familiar with this like concept of like I mean these are like the creatures and how the whole thing works yeah and all the tropes are are very familiar to us um that I that it is so when they when it they present the same situations but I mean just by on their own face are less interesting but when the characters themselves are just not thinking about it as intelligently as they did in the movie that came out in the 70s it just kind of rubs me the wrong way you know the part of the movie where I stopped considering it a sci-fi horror and I consider it like this is like a this is like a low-key comedy it was when (laughs) the uh it's not (laughs) what what is it It's not a high-key comedy. No. It's not quite there. It's low-key. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's a hidden comedy. Like, really, Sky has played this off for chumps. He said he's releasing sci-fi horror. He gave you a decent comedy movie. 
Um, it's when the ne they're called neomorphs, I guess, are attacking the crew in the high grass, and it looks like something on the Jurassic Park: The Lost World. By the way, fucking impervious to bullets for now, at least at that point, and that frustrated mm -hmm. the fuck out of me later on in the movie when you find that oh, they they actually go down the bullets relatively. Fuck. Anyways, um, they're they're in the field, they're getting attacked, and a cloaked yeah. figure fires off a flare and says, come with me. I was like, no, like, no, oh, we're, no, we're not going to ask any questions. I, I, okay. I, no, no, this, this is a comedy. He almost said, come with me if you want to live. You might as well have gone the full you nine live. yards. You almost got yeah, to the um, end zone. <laughs> Yeah, and that was and that kind of that scene kind of reminds me of like another um I mean just cuz just another comparison of the uh going back to some of the um earlier I mean going back to like Alien cuz you re Alien has a lot of I mean uh, you know this is kind of like an age old thing with like horror movies is that what you what you can imagine and what um is always going to be a lot scarier than what they can actually put on screen. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we have like an alien bursting out of somebody's chest in like I don't know, 20, 30 minutes and then is like if full blown like there are two little critters running around like slicing people's like jaws off. It's like there's no it's like the es there's like no escalation. No. It, it, it's just kind of it kind of again it like it takes all the meaning out of it. Like it's very schizophrenic. And then so there's like, yeah. So it's like there's no, like there's nothing else to build up to, I guess. And the first alien did a really good job of. I mean, you don't see like the fully grown alien until like the last ten minutes of the movie, mm -hmm. where and that you're just like, oh my, like it's really it's really scary like when you see it in like the third act and how like like it just that restraint it, yeah. again it's just like it's that's kind of the this the overarching theme about my thoughts of this movie it's just that societally like we're so familiar with the ideas that these that alien kind of comes with that seeing them once again but having less restraint mm -hmm. um doesn't quite do it for me yeah and then uh, I guess kind of transitioning into some, a different kind of vibe of this movie. So a lot of those original kind of tropes of alien don't have the same punch as they used to. I, I don't think they're as effectively delivered here as well, which Wait, what doesn't do help mean? either. Uh, help me understand. Uh, I mean, I mean, just kind of like what I was saying. So it's like, we're, not only are we really familiar with the, the things that make alien work, it's just not done as well as it was in the er, earlier films. Oh yeah. And, and then, as if to kind of give this movie more oomph, I just really, I because this movie, this movie draws. I mean, it, obviously, well, sidebar, we haven't even really mentioned this. This movie makes zero sense if you haven't seen Prometheus, by the way. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. This this is a direct sequel. And Don't listen to Ridley Scott. I guess, <laughs> yeah, and just a lot of the, just a lot of like the pseudo philosophy about like the creation and, you know, and and. You know how David and uh, wants to be like he was disappointed by meeting his creator, so he wants to be a creator. You know of the ultimate species, like just a lot of that stuff is. I mean, not that it wasn't questions I didn't have about Alien, but I guess I just didn't like 
that just wasn't really interesting to me. I actually like David. Can I just say Michael Fassbender is acting his ass off in this movie? Mm -hmm. Just giving a fucking performance. That was one of the things I really did enjoy about this movie. I mean, he does a great performance, and like between David, who's like this almost, he's like this kind of uncanny valley, like too perfect android, Mm -hmm. uh, compared to Walter, who's a lot more. It was a lot more like, like I guess colloquial. Yeah. Like and seeing the like the subtle differences between them are really great, and, and I think um, Michael Fassbender is a great actor. And and that was an, another thing too is like, I think the act like I think like, uh, um, Danny McBride and the, uh, the lead actress. Unfortunately, I cannot remember her name. Hold on, I was just looking at a Wikipedia article of her because, um, I'm just gonna say it. she's cute. She's cute. There, I put it out there. Yeah, like I thought she did a great job. Uh, if you're getting her name up, Catherine Waterston. Uh, Catherine Waterston. Oh, Waterston. I thought she, uh, Waterston. Waterston. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. I thought uh, like I I really liked like Danny McBride's Tennessee, and I liked her character. Like I think um I think like their performance like the acting performances were pretty solid. Uh, espe- but I think I think um Michael Fassbender definitely stole the show in a lot of his, especially the scenes with Walter and David. Yeah. Um, Except for the fingering part, that part could have burned in mm. a fire. And again, Ridley Scott mm. taking this all for chumps. Mm. Like <laughs> Loki comedy. <laughs> it just, you, yep. I'll do the, I'll do the fingering, Ray. It's oh like, oh my, my, oh my! I was like, are you? Oh my, what oh, the fuck oh is it? <laughs> I want to take back the Alien franchise and make it great. Oh my. I'll do the fingering, Walter. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> someone that wrote was, that, and someone that said great. that's okay. <laughs> that's 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 pretty great. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what your complaint is. Oh, I, you know, I um, didn't like Danny McBride's. Uh, I liked his acting overall, um, but I wasn't convinced by his character when they told him that his wife died. Granted, they didn't tell him how his wife died, like a chump. <laughs> mm-hmm. But his character, like, he barely shits a tear. He's just, like, in, like, that one part of the ship, and then the camera cuts off, and you're like, I- I'm not getting anything. I'm not getting any emotion. Like, your wife just died on an alien planet, and you don't even know how, and you're protecting it pretty well. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I know I'm, I keep jumping around a lot, like, because uh, um, we were kind of talking about, like, the, the philosophizing of the origin of Alien and yeah. Guy Pierce is disappointing. Yeah. But um, I think uh, kind of going back to just like the intelligence angle here. I know that there was like a big storm in like the first Alien mm-hmm. when they were exploring this planet. But it's like they have a choice. Okay, we have this massive colony ship, and we want to explore this radio beak, this like signal. Yeah. Maybe we should wait until this literal hurricane. Yeah. That could is gonna block all communication. Maybe we should just chill for like. A day before we go check this out. Yeah, well, maybe we should. No, we have to go right now. Right, we have to go through the hurricane. <laughs> they do. You know, I didn't think about that. Like, yeah. Like, if we just wait for this hurricane to just move, then like, I mean, then the movie obviously doesn't work because that would be the smart thing to do. And that's the that's the one kind of nagging thing about that. Uh, it's just about bad sci-fi. That, like, it's I such mean, bad some, sci-fi. It's like there's some. There's some really great visuals. There's some cool acting. There's some, you know, fun action. Like the 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 stuff like in the towards the third act is is cool. But just like when when you have to when 
the movie is dependent on your characters being dumb. <laughs> it kind of, I, it, like I said, it kind of it just takes the wind out of uh, out of like the tension, just because you're not like, oh, you're not expecting like a clever someone to come up with a clever solution. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you're, you're just kind of waiting for the the inevitable bad stuff to happen, just because like, well, these people are too stupid to not wait a day. Like, if this transmission's been going for, like, you know, years, they can probably wait one more day. Can we talk about how much of a... By the way, you're absolutely right. That's another point where the movie's just horrific sci-fi. Yeah, we're gonna... We're we're astronauts, and we have a colony ship. Um, We don't know anything about this planet. Let's deep dive into, like, the worst part of the planet at the worst time yeah. right now. You're absolutely right. That is just inexcusably bad writing. Like, no one would do that! No one in their right mind! Yeah, it's like, <laughs> who gave the... Oh. Um... This, this movie is actually a huge kick in the dick if you're an Alien fan uh, of a fan of the franchise because there's always that mystery of, like, where did the Xenomorphs come from? Did the Predators create them? Are they their own cast system? Did the Predators steal eggs? You know, if you tie the AVP universe and you declare that canon. Or is it, like, mm-hmm. something different? Are they more mysterious? And this movie yeah. kind of says, like, no, nah, David created them because he was fucking bored. Like, Yes, it's like that's awful. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, and it's and all the stuff. It's like, hey, we had this character in Prometheus who. I mean, I, I, I thought Prometheus was like okay. It's okay. Like, I liked it. It's but, all right. It's got. Some uh, it's like okay. Well, Elizabeth Shaw. She, she's interesting. Oh, she's dead. Oh, they, oh, they just sad. killed she's, the fuck out of her. It's like, oh no, actually, we like her body's still here. Like, I was like, really? That's yeah. Like, come on. That's it. Can I also just say, like, the movie treats you like an idiot. This is how much the movie hates you as a person. The David Walter swap. They drag that out for 15 minutes, and everyone's like, come on, man. Yes. Come on. Yeah, it's like, I mean, a Chekhov's gun is something that happens, is in every film. That's how you build tension and how you get people thinking about one thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's it's called Chekhov's gun, not check Chekhov's gun sitting in somewhere in the room, <laughs> not Chekhov's. I'm hitting you with this like literal this baseball bat in your face for like ten minutes. I'm hitting you with There's the a gun. Difference there. <laughs> like I I I don't again I don't know if it how it would have worked, but like I would have I would have loved for that to kind of be like a little more ambiguous. Um, I mean, because the second you see they because they it's just like the one shot of like David reaching for that knife. It yeah. tells you all you need to know, so you're just waiting for these people who are dumb to, like, you know, figure it out. And, and then they David, tragically like, figured out a little too hair, late. Like, that fast, and he chopped his own arm off. Yeah, it's like, they oh, had, like exactly. It's like, <laughs> like this is, as soon as he cuts his hair, it's like, it, earlier in the film, you're like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is obvious. And uh, Also, why can't the android's hair grow? Who the fuck programs the android's hair to grow? What reason do you have for that? That implies that he ate something. What the fuck did he eat for sustenance to make his hair grow? Why is uh, it a thing? <laughs> he's photosynthetic. Um, I... But it's too cloudy on this planet, which is why he went crazy. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Bam. Oh. You just got Ridley Scott. <laughs> How does it feel? You've, you've been scotted. 
I want you to, just got scattered. Can I give credit to this movie for one scene that was truly actually inspired a bit of horror? And I felt like had the movie taken like the cues from this and the rest of this was the movie, I would have loved it because it would have been true mm-hmm. alien horror. The part where the crew member... Okay, ignore the part of the stupidity where the crew member... um gets dragged aboard the ship. I don't know his name. Who cares? Also, side view. Remember how he says the line, I'm going to go take a piss? He never pees. He just smokes half of a cigarette. That's one of the more disappointing things about this movie. It can't even follow through with the piss take of the character. (laughs) (laughs) That said... Zero out of ten. When they drag him aboard the ship, and you see he's gray, he's freaking out, he's convulsing, and you see the Neomorph burst out of his back, and then he splits over because he's dead, and his spine is broken off, and the placenta, and then the Neomorph yeah. little egg sac, and I'm like, like this yeah. is this is good, gory horror. All right, I'm in, I'm back into the movie, let's go. And then you, you just see, like, you, you see this woman get, like, ripped apart by something the size of a chihuahua, like... Dude, fuck it up! You gotta. <laughs> What's going on here? Don't yeah, go out like it's this. Like, oh, it's like the person's lips on blood, and then it's like, oh no, I, I really hope that the oh, second person's lips on blood. It's like, yeah. oh, when she slipped, slipped on blood, that's just fucking like Three Stooges bullshit right there. <laughs> that's what it, that, <laughs> they did, did kind of feel out of place. And then she's um, so and there's bad. All, oh, she hits the she hits the neomorph with her shotgun twice, but that doesn't kill it. But the third time she hits, like, a, f- a canister or something that, like, blows up the ship, but you see the Neomorph escape, you're like, Jesus Christ, these things are impervious. Then later on in the movie, you see, like, oh, no, he took it out with, like, ten bullets. Easily. Yeah. Um, I, it just feels like... It just feels like you have to do a lot of work to kind of... You have to do a lot of backbending to kind of justify uh, intelligence in a lot of these characters. Yeah. And at some point, you're just like, wait a minute, these people might. It's just a lot of. I think a lot of this movie, a lot of this movie is just based on these characters not being very intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's just just not. It's not that fun to watch. Like uh, again, in, like the first Alien, like you can like Ripley's very intelligent. Yes. Actually. And it's the crew is like once they realize like what this okay, it's like we don't know what this thing can do. We need to kind of flush it in the right places. Let's, you know, be careful. Like, we can't, we can't shoot it because it'll acid blood will like. Uh, uh, it's like they they learn and you learn with them. Yeah. And it's and it feels like and this movie just didn't really have that and kind of replaced that with like you know philosophy one on one like what is to create and weird little. Uh, and just th- th- that just really didn't do it for me. Sidebar: I really did like that scene when like the captain was like knocked out, and then he like, was like waking up because David was throwing rocks at him. <laughs> Again, Loki. I, I don't know why. I was just like, that's, that's, like so, it's like, man, this guy's gonna die in like five seconds. You really gotta wait. Like, you just gotta start throwing rocks at him. Like, he's really? A dick. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is weird. That's pretty funny, but. Huh. Oh, another kick I'll in do the, the dick thing to Alien franchise fans. Why did the Xenomorph burst out of his chest fully formed? Yeah, and it's just like a, it's like a weird little one, and it like salutes David. No, it, it's it, like, it does a crusoe. It does a cross symbol, is what it's doing. Oh my god! Yeah, that, it's, it, that, I feel this like, movie's full of religious symbolism. I feel like yeah, it, and and it's not it, exactly. It's like it's full of it, but it's not like it doesn't really do anything for me. Like nah. it just. 
it just feels kind of hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like it, like that scene, like when it comes out of the captain, uh, and, uh, I feel like we're like one, like, like one tiny step away from like the, the scene in a uh, space ball. So yeah, like, we're Hello, sinks. my baby. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't know why it was just like, we were one, we're so close to that. And it's like, when I was watching that scene, okay. like a, a piece of my alien mythos mind said, like, something's not right here. Isn't it supposed to be like a worm-like creature that takes hours to grow? It, and no, it like took like minutes to grow into yeah. a fully formed xenomorph. And then it starts again because shit up. it's just like they have to have like there's no patience. Mm -mm. There's no restraint. There, there's I mean, zero restraint in this movie. You're absolutely right. None. It, again, it's like I feel like I've beaten this point to death before, but it's like that's how that's like what it's kind of how the accidentally what made the original Jaws so good is because their shark looked weird. Yeah. And they wanted to have it in as little scenes as possible, so they, um, they just did they really only showed a little bit of it at a time, which was effective because you don't it it keeps the payoff until the end. Uh, and this movie just does not really do that. Can we talk about the third and, act and how truly bad the CG for the Xenomorph looks in the third act? It, I hear or I read and I watched that supposedly they were going to use practical effects. You know, I feel in the movie Aliens and Alien, mm -hmm. it's more impactful when it's someone in the suit because they start... It's a person starting to move weird. And if it's CG, you're like, all right, you're just going to move it, like, animalistically, and it's not going to look as yeah. cool or weird. And this thing just, like... Rewatch the scene. You can find it on YouTube easily. Where you see the Xenomorph crawl down the ladder through the uh, escape hatch uh, when David's mm -hmm. watching on the monitor. Its spines yeah. clip through the hole like a fucking 2001 PS1 video game because they couldn't be fucked <laughs> to show. Yeah, it it, it, some there. of that, like, I mean, I think, like, yeah, that was something. I mean, I get that that's, I get it. Like, I get why, but, it, and, and there's probably, like, lots of, you know, practical stuff. Then mm -hmm. I generally, I think the movie looks good. It has some really cool design stuff, but having a lot of that stuff, having a lot, a lot of the Xenomorph stuff be CG, it just felt like they, I, it, it felt like they stopped. I, it, it did feel, it did feel like less physical than it did in, in like previous entries because they were, they, because they were like humans in, in like suits and like it felt a lot less like. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like a lot less just. I mean, you could just tell. You could you very easily tell just because it was very it was very well. Um, like it, it, they used CG in past ones, but they they, they hit it pretty well with yeah. uh, a lot of practical effects, and a lot of movies do that nowadays. So. Yeah, but it's like these. It felt like less. It felt less grounded because this thing was like zipping all over the place in ways that it hadn't in previous movies. So it, I, I kind of had a bit of a disconnect there, um, but yeah. So I, I guess I, I wouldn't, I guess not to be kind of looking forward hey, here. Hey. Box office wise, I think this movie's gonna do. Oh, it looks like it's gonna do it's okay fine so far. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is, if the kind of lukewarm. I mean, I, ha I think it's at like a seventy some percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's got a pr it got like a pretty solid reception, but I think 
I wouldn't be if they put kind of if they put Alien on ice for a while. I, I mean, wouldn't be I wouldn't be outraged. I think it's I mean if this it just this 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 movie just feels so familiar and just draws from a lot of tropes in Alien and just didn't execute on them as effectively as had it had already been done. So yeah, the third I'd act like, is I w- like Alien. Yeah. Worse than like almost verbatim. Worse than Prometheus. By far. Yeah. I, yeah. I. It's like there are some good elements I I liked, but again, I I, I wouldn't be opposed to putting Alien on ice for for a uh, for a minute. Can I impact that with you? I mean, like the the time gap between Prometheus and Alien Covenant is five years, so it's arguable that the series was already on ice. How long are you talking? Well, that that is a good point. I guess uh I guess we'll have to wait and see and how how um I guess what the kind of final thoughts are on you know Hollywood business accounting end of what this movie ends up doing cuz uh I I'd, I'm really curious to see like what a I mean does like Michael Fassbender come back for a new alien movie like does I don't know. I don't know what I really want a new alien movie to do that um that's I don't yeah, it's just weird. Like I wouldn't I don't really know what I would want in another alien movie at this point, but I guess uh it's probably a good thing I'm not a writer then. I mean these these prequels that we've seen both of them, they're pretty much talking about David the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm kind of okay with that because I find David the android an interesting character. Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting character, so I I wouldn't be. Yeah, that that's yes. Yeah, yes, I agree. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, if if they yeah. like say like David, can I spitball here for a second? If the, Go for it. If they say like David created the xenomorphs and. David uh, used the colonists because at the end of the movie, by the way, that was weird. <clears throat> where David, like, oh, I just have face sugar eggs, I could just place in the sink. Where the fuck did you get those and when and why? It's like, wait, there's <laughs> only frozen away. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. No, fuck yeah. you, movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those yeah. Movies. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. It's like, oh, it's playing the music. Yeah. So. David takes those and he creates like a new. He goes to the new world and he creates uh, Xenomorph Prime. I'm kind of invested if that's the direction that they go. It 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 really strips the lore of a lot of respect and it takes a lot of. I, I mean, it takes all like the fun mystery out of it and it really kind of like gets rid of yeah. Alien versus Predator entirely. It just. I think I think the kind of my closing note on this movie is like this movie answers this movie understands that Alien had a lot of interesting unanswered questions. Yeah. And people kind of like I, I I personally sometimes like I'm okay with questions being left unanswered. Yeah. If the mystery is really interesting in and of itself and this movie some it kind of gives me gave me a lot of answers to questions I didn't really want the answer to <laughs> and in a way I, that didn't really it wasn't really satisfying to me so that's uh I don't I that's usually that's kind of that's kind of it 
Um, that's kind of my final thoughts on this movie. I, I think if you're a fan a fan of, of Alien, um, the kind of the franchise, I think I think it's worth a watch. You know, it's it's pretty familiar, but I think I think it'd be worth checking out. But I personally, if you if you're kind of on the fence with Alien, there are a couple of movies you should probably watch first. Just go rewatch Aliens. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's what you should do. <laughs> actually, well. Ray, I think that's usually that's uh, I think that's a pretty good combo. We're right about forty five minutes here, so I think we can kind of wrap it up here. Um, okay. Yeah, so you know we'll be on the, the usual places where you find us, um, and uh, we'll have some. I might be uh, seeing some other movies coming up lately as the the summer blockbuster season continues, and we'll have some ongoing thoughts. And Ray, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you should. Uh, we should do more. Go see some movies, and we'll come talk about it again. So, uh, again, this is uh, Mike. Uh, I'm your host, and don't forget that greed got robbed.